As the presenters finally take their seats, there's a clattering on the gangway down the hall. Through the glass to the green room, and further on through the open door to the station, a tall, gangly figure can be seen running at speed, or at least as fast as mag boots will clank. One hand holding a glass, the other protectively hanging on to a jaunty pink umbrella perched on the edge of it. He reaches the green room, hurdles a giant cake that says, Happy birthday, Hanky! Whereupon the surprised stripper pops out from it wearing nothing but a crown and holding a scepter where any naughty bits might be on show, looks around and then dives back into the cake again. He trips over the dozing apology officer, charges into the studio and looks around for a chair. Not finding one, he pulls over a box of scripts, plonks himself down in it, and carefully balances his fluorescent fruit-based drink on the edge of a console, just in time to hear the words, Our mics are live. Good evening, truckers, and welcome to Hutton Orbital Live. I'm Rudolf Hucker. I'm the Harry Balzac. I'm Norma Snuckers. I'm an obvious innuendo. Sorry, I'm Roger Ring. And the quiet one over behind the decks is Ventura. On with this week's headlines. LHS 340 declared naughty after Alvin gets arsey over Hill Pass C. Bugs Mug does Hutton scrapes the boot is clean and cures Virginis of a bad case of Thargoids. Galactic servers driven offline by Groundhog Day virus. Atrus 5060 is letting us know where to apply the cream. Roger Ring's doing his best impression of someone who knows about Hutton's systems. And Norma's leaving big impressions on everyone with the community goals. After a week of worrying about where we will wander to next, the Hot Pit team have been put out of their misery, and the Accidental Expansion team have set up shop in a new system. Alvin's less than impressed that the button got pressed, and more than a little put out that we've ended up in a system that's already occupied. Yes, Hutton have expanded to the catchly named Hill Par C system, a lovely little high-tech hideout for the Crimson State group. Alvin has ordered that the guilty parties, namely the Hot Pit team, open communications with this faction and let them know that we come in peace, we're not going to shoot to kill, and we will be doing our best to retreat back to LHS 340 as soon as time permits. We are hoping that the Crimson State don't see red over the episode, and will be at pains to reassure them that Cubicle 3 will be absolutely scrubbed to within an inch of dinner service shiny by the time punishment detail has finished up at the orbital. 
LHS340 has had some new signs erected, complete with giant hollow projectors and made of the toughest unbelievium materials to ensure that clumsy truckers don't break them. From his new summer palace in Sol, Alvin has decreed that Bark Woof Wag Wag Bark Growl and that Snarl Gurr Head on One Side, imperious looking sitting position, give me a sausage minion, it's time for my walk. Which, for the uninitiated, means something we can't translate and keep our broadcast license. But in summary, don't you dare do that again. The Hutton anti-Xeno wing fighters, or Hacks wing for short, have culminated a week of a week of work with a win. Yes, after the abortive attempt to totally protect CQ Virginis and CE Bootis from a nasty case of Thargoids, they bought their special Preparation H and liberally applied it to both systems, freeing them of uncomfortably large Thargoids and soothing the local space lanes to allow the easy and pain-free passage of large vessels once more. With the salve applied, pilots have begun their repair operations on both systems, removing as many as many of the population as possible from the threat of a fiery death. It has been reiterated again. It has been reiterated this week that the removal of refugees leads to a requirement reduction for resources in the repairs, underlying that whilst the Thorgoids set fire to anything, the majority of damage is caused by panicky populations thrashing around and everything at sight. Whilst the Thargoid menace rumbling along towards Hutton Space, we would like to remind all listeners to listen out for Atrus 5060 later in this report, where he'll be giving us a right royal rundown of where, when, what and what the F has happened this week with the warnings. The Hot Pit team were, in a situation that's not unheard of in recent months, thrown into utter confusion this week. Once they'd worked out that they'd put their trousers on backward and that's why sitting down was a more complicated mission than normal and stopped attempting dangerous-looking and spine-cracking yoga manoeuvres, they found themselves further confused when Saturday didn't happen. Nor did Sunday. It was as if Friday was happening all over again. With elections progressing as expected and the wind bar booming across to We've got them on the run! They were perplexed as to why influence across Hutton space was static. No, not all black and white and dotty and hissy. More of a totally void, opalesque, blank space of nothing. There were no bears or bulls. There was no waxing and waning and definitely no high and low tides of Hutton influence swing that we're used to. There was a definite period of full stop. An anchor had been thrown overboard and the good ship Hutton was firmly tied to the scenery and going nowhere. The Pilots' Federation confirmed that the Galactic Real-Time Influence Measuring Equipment, or GRIME, had gone offline at some point after the last Thargoid Thursday was taking a little time to reboot. On rebooting, all they saw was the ominous, but well-known to Hutton, message, Give me your trash! At which point they fed it the contents of the Galnet discussion forum and things settled down. Unfortunately, this feeding frenzy of salty posts, conversations about whether ganking and griefing were the same thing as pirating and blowing people up for funsies, whether the galactic systems were hosted in a distributed set of a few million shipboard systems or centralised in orbit around Founders World and, of course, the usual the galaxy is dead dire warnings on digital sandwich boards, it was decided that they'd move the Mr. Dusty virus to the forums and they were now scheduled to be killed with fire, nuked from orbit, and treated with extreme prejudice, before being brought back online. 
a bit like Cow's last rebuy with a shiny new paint job. The Pilots Federation are said to be upgrading the customer service and complaints department with a Me Too button and actively linking that system to their development headquarters. Now, as anyone who's watched the documentary Battlestar Galactica knows, there's absolutely no downside to linking all your computer critical systems together. Definitely no chance of rogue AI taking over the galaxy and definitely no sexy androids messing with your head. Nope, nope, nope. In the meantime, the Hot Pit team are glad to report that Influence rebounded and we'll be hearing from our stunt stand-in presenter a little later with an update on what's what in Alvin's backyard. Good evening, truckers. Atrus5060 reporting in once again with the latest intel from Canon Research on the Thargoids. Last week, humanity suffered greatly at the hands of the Thargoids, leading to a total of 15 attack stations and system incursions. Groups such as the AXI, Canon Lab 69, ooh, the Hive, the Hand, Operation IDA, or is that Ida? Hank's Anti-Zeno Alliance and, of course, the Hutton Truckers answered the call to help push back the Thargoids across multiple systems. We have managed to reduce the number of incursions down to six, which in itself was no easy feat. Congratulations are in order to the truckers who participated in lifting the incursion in GQ Virginis and CE Booties. With this good news, there's always some bad news. Oh dear. LTT911 and HIP24046 now have multiple damage stations in each system as a result of the incursion not being lifted. Incursions, oh dear, are also still present in Vaja, Deng, Cam Camulus, Apsina and Anchor. However, these systems are not at risk for losing any more stations. Nonetheless, it is important that combat pilots try to lift these incursions as soon as possible. Non-combat pilots willing to help in the fight against the Thargoids, Thargoids are asked to help evacuate civilians from burning stations in LTT-911 and HIP-24046 or assist in deliveries to, bring the, uh, to begin repairing the damage caused by last week's massive assault. Those interested in doing so, please get in touch with Operation uh, IDA or, or is it IDA representatives so they may track your progress. Eagle Eye is also reporting new targets this week. The Thargoids will try to attack the stations in Bad Bad Sist, sounds painful, SKT, Sungbi, LP73432, CD-54471 and Padhyas. Efforts must be made to ensure that these systems do not fall into an incursion and furthermore that no additional stations will be damaged. Truckers, your mission this week, should you choose to accept it, will be to defend Bad Bad Sist, Eskitty, 
Song B, LP734-32, CD-54471 and Pad Hyas. While lifting incursions is important, we must do our best to keep more systems from falling into such a state. Good luck out there, truckers. For the mug. This is Roger Ring with an important report from the Hot Pit team. I've got the notes right here. First, heat one tablespoon of olive oil in a large, heavy-based saucepan or flame-proof dish. Tip in three trimmed and chopped smoked back bacon rashers and fry until crisp. Remove and drain on kitchen paper. Second, add 12 peeled shallots to the frying pan and stir or stir and shaking the pan often for five to eight minutes until well browned all over. Remove and set aside with the bacon. Take two chicken legs, four chicken thighs, two boneless chicken breasts, all the skin removed and pat dry with paper. Oh, wait a sec, sorry, that's my cockavan recipe. Let me try again. We won the election in Stein 2051, not Stein 2052, as misreported earlier in the week. And we've got a boning going. Bombing? I'm sorry, bombing, I think that should be. It's supposed to be pronounced bombing or bombing, no idea. We'll call it bombing from here on forward. We've got bombing. It's a nice little civilian outpost with nothing controversial about it at all. Not sure anyone will ever go there, but if you do, apparently it sells lots of titanium. We are currently winning this, the election in piss flaps, and for those of you listening in the censored version of this show, that's PSPFLF2. Epsilon Indy, home of the indie bourbon, has got mods, and possibly because too many people li- living there aren't washing their hands often enough. Alvin has installed alcohol gel dispensers throughout the system and lovely pictures of how to clean your pores. The advisory regarding not licking the gel is painted in flashing orange paint just in case Cecil comes by. You can get rich helping deliver more of these more of these signs and dispensers, also known as basic medicines for some reason, and walk away with at least 1% of a void opal value for each tonne sold. We expanded into Hill Parsi. Do not go there. It does not exist. Any Hutton pilot, pilot found in the system will be keelhauled on the specially adjusted Raider body kit fitted ASP. It will leave a mark, so we don't recommend testing it out. Put your fingers in your ear, go la 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 if anyone mentions Hill Parsi to you. Our LP collection is a little high. Someone, mo- someone moved it to the top of the shelf and gave it onion head. It needs to come down. So, you can either read it historical documents about Brexit, the collected work of Donald Trump speeches, or, of course, work against Hutton in those systems. On the other hand, Wise0855, Wolf359 and Barnard Star need a little pick-me-up, so do the opposite of the last instructions. Yes, work for Hutton. As mentioned by Atris5060 earlier, we've got Thard knocking on our back door, and we don't all like that, and we don't want to let him in. LP73432 is only 13 and a little bit light years from Trepin, 26.75 from Alpha Centauri, Fadius approximately 45 light years from LP53281 at the other end of Hutton Space, so combat pilots are asked to dive to LP734 and put the brakes on the Tharg Space Highway before he bulldozes something we care about. Over in Colonia, we want to win the election in tier, we want to and we want to bring another faction down, down close to our influence, so you can help us hurt them if you want. Them, them being the simple elite core. Now over to that lady. Now over to the lady that was single, Norma Sass, when I was last on the show. But she, she, but she appears to have become 
part of a pair of snockers since then. Norma snockers. Technology company Macrosphere is developing a specialised scanning device to detect illicit interference with personal robots and are requesting various commodities, as well as mined jewels, to be delivered to Grandin Terminal in the DS Leonis system. More details later. Thank you very much, everyone. Now, it's time for the rest of the show. There might or might not be a theme this week, but in honour of the epic fuel rat rescue of the last week, it's the Fat Rat with Mayday. This is a public service announcement from the Fuel Rats. Please stop what you're doing and pay attention. If we can rescue you, we will. But you can help us help you by following these easy steps. 1. Fly 50 light seconds or so from the system's main star and drop out of supercruise. 2. Note down the current system and the nearest stellar body. 3. If you're on emergency life support, log out immediately. 4. Go to FuelRats.org and click Get Help. 5. Stay calm, hold your breath, and let our seasoned professionals do what they do best. The Fuel Rats. We have fuel, you don't. Any questions? And, oh, we're back. Well, I think we're back. We're just about back. Thank you very much, everybody, for um, enjoying that first tune. And yes, the Fuel Rats did an epic, epic job. So we're back in the studio. Now, we've got a slightly different crew this week because um, I think uh, our uh, our standard producer is off listening to uh, some live music somewhere in his local area. And um, I don't know what's happened to Dead Meat GF. I, I think he's doing that sort of power lifting on cars again or something. But um, he's not here, but we do have some special guests in the studio. So you will have recognised, obviously, the voice of Flossie earlier. Hello, Flossie. Hello. And for his return appearance, we have Harry Balzac, uh, also known as Commander Palantir. Hello. And for the sharp-eared amongst you, you may have heard a voice you haven't heard for an awful long time. And if you're a new listener, you may never have heard his voice. Uh, it's Commander <laughs> Spike. Good evening. <laughs> Spike, now, <clears throat> it's, it's an absolute delight to have you back in the studio, because I, nice yeah, I, I can't remember the last show you were on. Was it? Was it? Two years ago? Three years ago? I think it's 3,300? Yeah, I think it would have been 3,300. Goodness gracious me. Now, so lots of you do know who Spike is, but those of you who don't, um, Spike is sort of one of our very earliest sort of founding founding members of the craziness during the mug run. And um, with the rest of the presenters, you used to be the Hot Pit team, didn't you? I, yeah, I did. So Russ, Russ and I were the first ones in the radio bit of the, the hot pit team, and then I think we we actually submitted the text for the for the Hutton truckers to be created when they created the mine first started doing the minor factions in the game. So that that, yeah, that was my start of the involvement, and then doing the original mug run, doing thirty seven runs of of taking scrap to Hutton Orbital in a week. So having the runs is what made Cubicle Three bad. <laughs> 
And uh, of course, those who have been to the various events over the—I mean, you have been—you've still been part of the the, the Hutton thing. Yep. You you were at Frontier Expo. You've been at Lavecons. You've been at you've yeah, been at ECMs. Meet. Yep. Yeah. No. No. You were in charge of the tents. I, oh yeah, I was. I missed the last uh, Lavecon, but I have got tickets to go again this year, so I will be there again. Oh, I'm going to miss you because I can't go I know, to this yeah, one. No, you can't go. I saw. And then you can't go to ECM, or can you? No, have you I managed don't, to get a pass. No, yet? It, it's uh, Mrs. C has a, a a birthday that week, a significant birthday that weekend. Now, now, of course, Mrs. C over the years has also provided us with a, a bit of singing too. Back in the yep. early days, yep, so has, some of yep. the tunes you'll regularly hear on the show are from from Mrs. C. And she's just started singing again, so I'm hoping when she gets into it, I can persuade her to do because I've still got two written that um I never never got her to sing. So I'm I'm hoping to, that I can persuade her to do a couple of new ones over the next couple of months. Oh, there's something we've been short of for a while actually. We we haven't done any creative songs for a few months now. I think the last one we did was um, just before Christmas, some point. So uh, we we need to sort of resurrect our our singing spirit. Of course, Cecil's not going to be allowed to sing anymore after complaints on the last one. <laughs> I, I can imagine. Uh, yeah, and uh, Palantir, how's your singing voice? I used to be head chorister in my church choir, but um, something's dropped since then. Um... <laughs> the, the Harry, <laughs> the Harry Balzacs, yes. yes. <laughs> yeah, that, right. That, that was that was back in your youth, all of ten, ten solo, solo years ago. Uh, yes, depending on which number scale you're using. Yeah, the one out from Pluto, I think, possibly. <laughs> exactly. But um, well, so Spike, uh, you've you've been um, on on duty somewhere in Seoul and not uh, not flying around the galaxy that much. But I understand you had your ASP handed to you when you tried to um, undock. Yeah, I I, I played this uh, last week for the first time in probably just over a year, and I went out. I thought I'll I'll take my I'll take my third lance out and go and go into a CZ and go and shoot some things. Uh, yeah, it didn't quite work out. I think I, I five five rebuys later I swap I swapped into a vulture thinking that'll probably be easier. Three rebuys later I swapped into my pink anaconda and went and did some trading. Okay, so you you've missed. So what I'm just trying to think. So I've missed you, a lot. You were certainly there with SRVs and you were certainly there with yes. the start of engineering. So you've got some engineering in. Uh, very little bit. So I did very very little engineering and I still have only clocked up twenty four k in an SRV. Okay, and you haven't met any Thargoids yet? No, and I, ju I just purchased this uh, yesterday, my first ever crew member to put into my anaconda because I was getting my ass handed to me. Don't don't get too attached to them. There was a wonderful video. But did anybody else see the video piece uh, or the also the text piece that was done by... Um, oh, which, which of the commanders was it? It was um, Falco took, wasn't it? About the loss of his long-standing crew member to Thargoids. Oh, yeah, yep. I saw that. Yeah, I'm actually going to... Um, while, while we're um, bantering in a bit, I may, I may call up the text of that just to let people know. I remember losing... I had um, a guy called Clem that was with me for two years, and um, yeah, I lost Clem, and that was a very sad, sad occasion because I just I've not made an attachment to any other crew member since. It's just not the same. <laughs> the first one's um, always special. Yeah, the first one was special, and um, so yeah, I, I hire him and then I fire him before I cash in, so I don't have to give him the money. <gasps> Good tip. Um, yeah, uh, do be aware. Of course, they soak up when you're doing combat and things. Um, they soak up lots of your um, reputation that you gain. Your what do you call it? Your ranking that you gain as well. All right. Okay. No, I wasn't aware of that. Um, and um, yeah, they're expensive. They make more money than you do. Now, the other thing you've missed is that the whole Void Opal rush. 
Yep. So it's it's about Ice a million. Mining as well, that, that, that yeah, one point six one point six million tons, one point six million credits per ton, and we did something like I don't know a couple of hundred billion credits the other month between us. Wow. Um, so if you want to buy yourself a a nice crate to come shooting thargoids in, go and spend half an hour mining. Is all I'm going to suggest. Cool. I will. I will. Might, I might try and do that this weekend then. Yeah, and if you're coming to join the thargoids, we've got as we mentioned now, and uh, Mr. Bolsack. I mean, sorry, Palantir. There yes, are sir. some Thargoids. Now, we, we we were doing two systems before. I mean, you haven't personally been taking part in this. You've been sort of hiding behind a boulder somewhere, I think, haven't you? I've been spending a lot of quiet time idly pulsing through the galaxy. But we, we, we had we had some, some, some virgins and some booties um, that were sort of rather infected with Thargoids, and we had to clear them up. Um, the first week, you thought, yay, we've got this, and then um, it actually caught fire because we didn't manage to kick them out. But this week, we actually managed to help get the Thargoids down to zero in both the virgins and the booties. Yay! Yay, but the bad news is they're are well there are two systems near us that are under attack as well so we've drawn that line they haven't got any closer i think last time they were 26 light years away and now they are um um 26.75 i think you read didn't you uh, spike yes there you go that was a good memory i think it was 26 yeah 26.75 so That's they've fine. not got any closer so LP734-32 is where we have nasty Thargoids now. So we're moving um, the Hackswing, or anybody who's anti-Thargoid and really, really loving blowing up the Medusas and Basilisks and everything, over to uh, LP734-32. At the moment, nothing's on fire. And if we do enough this week, it means it won't catch fire. So we've got the opportunity to save ourselves a lot of work if we can go there and kick them out. Um, so for your, for your benefit, Spike, Thargoids... I've not seen one yet. Okay, you've well, got apart from a you... black and white one that was like very wiring drawing about thirty odd years ago. Okay, so you've got the really little ones that look like the ones from thirty years ago. Cool, and they're called things like marauders and inciters and berserkers, and they can be blown up with just about anything. Though the AX guns, um, which are the the anti Zeno guns, you can you can buy on planet side stations. I think um, those are really good at ripping through those. They okay. do different they do different things. So they sometimes fire a caustic missile at you, which means your hull starts corroding. Yeah, nice. Which is, not, yeah, or they just pew-pew you. And so if you find in the outfitter, you can get yourself um, some decontamination limpets. Oh, nice. So a decontamination limpet controller. What you do is you uh, detarget everything, fire decontamination limpet, and it sort of scrapes the green goo off the outside of your ship for you and stops you dying quite so quickly. That's quite so cool. It, you, you want to get yourself, and you can have a maximum of four AX, four experimental weapons on your ship. So that's the AX guns, or if you've done it, the Guardian Ruin gun, you know, the Guardian stuff, which I don't think you've seen either. Nope. Right. Well, you haven't got those accessible yet, but you could go and get them if you wanted. You have to run around the ruins and scan things and do stuff, and I'm sure somebody would take you out to one of those. But once you've um, downloaded enough bits of data and collected enough bits of smashed Thargoid skimmers, which are quite fun to see, um, then you can spend some of that and upgrade your guns to things like shard cannons and uber gauss lasers and stuff that really hurt the big thargoids but that's for later for the little guys you don't need that ax guns are fine in fact beam lasers are just fine as well you've then got the inciters who let off a pulse to make all other all other thargoids attack you oh ouch yeah uh, you've got ones that repair other thargoids by using yeah. a pulse that repairs other passing thargoids which is not cool so is that um, like the, is that similar to the repair beam that there is or was 
Uh, no, it's just a pulse, and the, it's a bit like when the big Thargoids repair themselves when you try and hurt them. But I'll right, come okay. on to that bit. So, um, and in the when you go into the systems, you've got the whole new scanning system in, the, in there now in your cockpit. So when you arrive at LP seven thirty four thirty two, you go into your new scanning system and you you honk the system, and you're looking around for NHSS and non-human signal sources. Um, grade four, I think, contain the little Diddy Scouts. You get about 10 grand for each one you kill, so it's not much money, but you kill 3,500 of them approximately, and the system is saved. So oh, okay. they, that's all you have to do, kill 3,500 of them. The really good news is that each kill of those counts three times as much as an elite ship towards your elite ranking. Oh, wow. Oh, cool. Yeah, my so combat they, it, rating is a bit low. Yeah, so it's a good way to boost your combat rating. So you go from NHSS 4, and then you come up to the 5s. Now, an NHSS 5 is your big Thargoid. These are big, scary, noisy things that have a variety of weapons, and they are quite hard to kill if you haven't got the right gear. It's not the kind of thing I'd recommend you do solo, but we've been taking wings of anything up to 8 truckers out and uh, wading through them like they aren't there. So these guys turn up, they scan you, they go red, they get angry, and they've got a pew-pew laser that hits you and uh, practically ignores shields. They've also got giant lightning that they fire at you if you get too close and they're upset, which really strips your shields entirely and takes 20% off your hull. Um, they also launch little thuckers, like little mini Thargoids, in swarms of... 16, 32, 64, and 128, depending on the scale of the, how tough the Thargoid is. Wow. Um, and these things fly at you and kill you. And, cool. And do it a lot. Now, what you can do is there's a new kind of gun, which is a frag cannon. And the frag cannon, uh, well, it's a, it's a flat gun. So you, you fire it and you hold the trigger down. And when you let go, it explodes. So what you can do is you can fire it towards the swarm and then let go. There's a little, there's a little symbol that lights up when it's at the right range. And you can explode it and it takes out the swarms. And, and more swarms will launch. With the big Thargoids, what you have to do is you have to hurt them and hurt them and hurt them until they get tired and they feel like a rest. And then a Thargoid heart gets exposed on one of its legs. It's got, it's got loads of legs sticking out the side. Um, and it glows a bit and exposed. And th at that point, you use your AX guns and you pew-pew the heart down. And it's got a bunch of them. And the, the, the Cyclops has a few and then the basilisk has a few more and then the hydra has shed loads of these things um and it, it's like a boss fight right okay yeah yeah and then you have to hurt it a bit and knock out a heart then hurt it a bit and then knock out a heart when you knock out the last one it explodes corrodes your ship and then tries to kill you when you've killed it <laughs> nice there's a huge green cloud comes out and if you fly through it your hull starts going and disappearing but as a visual spectacle it is absolutely stunning and the combat against them does very much feel like the stuff you'll remember from 30 years ago. Cool. Oh, I'm going to have to try and make some time this weekend and head over there. Yeah. Then. Um, but the thing to do is, if, if you can get yourself some void opals, get yourself in a crate, um, engineer the heck out of it if you can. You want hull strength, because all of these Thargoids, they tend to ignore shields a lot, and they just smash hulls. So you want to go for as much hull strength as you can. Uh, get yourself a fast-charging shield. But, um, yeah, hull, hull strength is your, your absolute saviour on this one. Does it make um, a difference to which version crate? I've seen this too. Uh, not the Phantom. Not the Phantom. Cool. The other one. And it means you can put a fighter in there. Okay. A fighter bait, which means you can launch fighters and they can go blah, 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 blah at the passing Thargoids and then get blown up repeatedly. But it saves you from being blown up because they target them. Cool. That's good. Extra shield. So, yeah, it, it's um, so the, the little ones, the NHSS 4s with the little scouts in it, um, you'll be absolutely fine now. If you're used to dealing with elite ships in res sites, that kind of thing, you'll get the hang of that one really quickly. And, and so. 
the sort of specialized weapons are they do you need to keep swapping in and out if you're going into sort of normal combat as opposed to thargoid combat or do you just keep the specialized weapons with you all the time they are less effective against real ships not aliens cool. okay so i've i've actually built a, a a special you know thargoid killing i've got a little thargoid killing crate which i use for the little guys and for okay. support and then i've got a great big tight 10 armed to the teeth with guardian weapons for taking out the big guys and well, I've left okay. my anaconda parked for doing normal hunting duties. Cool. Okay, that sounds good. Because I, 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 you load them up with um, hull tanking and everything, it makes the jump range awful. It makes the handling well, not as good as it could be. So yeah, um, I only use them for Thargoids. But as they're getting to tw twenty-six light years, it's it's um, it's about time we need to stop them. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. And so the are the all these are you on the Type Ten? Are you are they gimbaled weapons or? Uh, no, the AX the AX guns are fixed weapons. Right, okay. So well, you do need nice to learn how to fly with fixed. Yeah. Well, the crate. This is why the crate is like um, a vulture on steroids. Okay. So it, it's like a yeah. What, what is it? The 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 big the big Audi Audi R10 uh, when compared next to the um, little TT. Yeah. Right. Okay. Makes sense. It, it basically looks like a TT that somebody sat on and made it fatter and wider. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it is. It's, it's nice and fast. I mean, my, mine boosts up, and the good thing about it because it boosts up to about five hundred and forty-five. Oh, um, you, you can run away. Yes, you can run away. And so that that's in the normal NHSSs, the signal sources. What used to be yep. USSs, well, they are USSs. Um, but then, if the Thargoids win, what happens is they we go into another state where you get Thargoid combat zones, like the war zones. Yep. And you arrive in the war zone, and there's a load of NPCs there, friendly NPCs, and they ask you to come and help join the fight. And you've got to kill a certain number of Thargoids and at least one or two of the, the big boys for it to win and tick over and log that as a win, you know, for the incursion. And, and you big rinse boys, and repeat is that like that a capital ship? Is that, is it's, that like, it's, like a, it's like a, yeah, exactly like one of the old um, cap ship uh, zones. Cool, okay. Uh, do not do that on your own. Trust me. <laughs> I have enough trouble in the normal com. I was in unless, a, I was in unless a you are low hazard zone and got my ass handed to me. Yeah, unless you are Graham MK and you're hull tanked in some big imperial lady pleaser, um, you're not going to survive that. And cool. in fact, we I, re I we regularly take a wing in, and so people will will wake out, go and repair, and come back in. As long as somebody stays there and keeps it active. We will quite often do it in a couple of shifts where you have to go back for repairs and things because of the damage yep. you take. So we, on these ones, we tend to take things like repair limpets for the crates. So my, my crate has got repair limpets and also decontamination limpets. Right, okay. So I run away from combat a bit, take all of the um, corrosion off me, do a bit of repairing, and then fly back in again to, to join in. And can you, um, as with those limp, both sets of those limpets, you can fire those at other people? You can fire them at other people, and if you accidentally have an enemy targeted, it will actually fire them at an enemy too. Oh, <laughs> which is which not is... handy. No, um, not that I've seen it do any repairs on Thargoids yet, but I would be very—I've not tested that. Actually, surely scraping the green stuff of a Thargoid's got to hurt it. You'd think. Uh, there have been rumours that occasionally these limpets, as they fly back to you, if you're flying around at speed and they, they banjo themselves back to you, um, actually hit you, and they're made of that unobtainium indestructium stuff too, um, but only when they hit you. And there have been rumours <laughs> rumors of the limpets actually destroying pythons out there when they get deployed. Oops. There was a nice video of that <laughs> with a bug report. Anyway, so there you go. There is your crash course in um, defending space against Thargoids. Cool. Thank you. I need to build up some money and then buy... A, I think I've got 50 million in the bank. 
Uh, well, I think we're all sitting on about one and a half billion at the moment. Right, I'm a little bit short. I've got no, I've got half a dozen ships, but that's about it. Yeah, I mean, fifty-four million. You'll make in about an hour of um, void opal mining. That sounds like the first order of the day, then. Yeah, I'd go do that. Now, obviously, if you're interested in going down to the Guardian Ruins, and I know lots of people have already done this one, there are directories online, and there are regular hut and wings sort of popping out there because it's quite good fun with a few of you at SRVs. <clears throat> so you pretend you're Tony Robinson, and you find a series of small walls on the planet. Yeah. And then you fly around, you drive around the small walls, and things pop out the ground, like towers, glowing towers. It's all a bit Indiana Jones. Towers pop out the ground, and... Um, some things you can scan and it gives you data and those data can be spent later to buy things uh, some things can be blown up and you can collect the bits as materials and then <clears throat> it does occasionally launch little skimmers but guardian skimmers who pew pew and fire missiles at you and um, you have to drive around like a loony shooting them down and then scooping all, all their bits I like scooping bits um, when you've got enough of them you can then go to a guardian tech broker because tech brokers are new I don't think you've come across them yet have you? no no. So you can now you can now swap materials about things like your your zinc and your iron. Oh, excellent! But also the data, these data mind wake exceptions, whatever else, you can swap them for other things. And uh, you can also that annoyed go to me with engineering that you had to go and specifically find the stuff, and it was a pain. Uh, now the trade-ins happen, but of course, if you really rare ones, you have to spend a lot of little ones to get them. Yeah, makes sense. Um, but whereas if you've got the really good ones, you can trade down to the stuff you'd need for engineering. Um, but then you've also got the Guardian Tech Brokers, where you can trade in some of these Guardian materials for um, super weapons, you know, the Shard Cannon, Grade 4 Shard Cannons, that kind of thing. Oh, right, and yeah, Guardian they're Fighters. Only, they're only tradable for, you can't buy those weapons. No, you, 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 you can, yeah, you, can't, you buy them with um, Guardian bits. Yeah, cool, okay. Yeah, um, and... Then you you haven't seen the Thargoid machine either, have you? I ain't seen no Thargoids. Ah, so on planets are enormous Thargoid structures. Huge things. I mean, going around there, I mean, in VR it's incredible. But um, going down there in your SRV, it's seriously creepy. And on the outside you've got these little sort of scavenger Thargoidy things that come and spit at you a bit. Um, but if you bring down various Thargoid bits of technology, you know the old... Um, Thargoid probes, the stuff we found floating in space. There are yep. now three different varieties. You take the right things down there and you can open a door. And when you go in the door and you put it in the right place, there's all sorts of steps you can do. It activates the machine and you get the most amazing light show come across. Oh, cool. So um, there's that that you've not experienced. And if you get the opportunity or any time, take a couple of Hutton pilots down and they'll, they'll show you how the Thargoid machine works. It releases a new kind of Thargoid debris which you can then take up to space and it you, there's more things you can do cannon have done it and then points laser sights towards other planetary sites as well and of course there are um, guardian structures in space giant glowing guardian structures which cool. are quite interesting um which you can activate by charging them up by shooting lasers at them and then <laughs> there's exploration oh, and no. there's, there's stuff there is stuff out there now beautiful stuff um we we have uh, the short engineer commander the short engineer i think it is who has been top camera person and grabbing wings of people on the um, team hotbox and taking them around to visit lagrange clouds and spiky things and mollusks and gourds and there is so much to discover out there all very beautiful and all very alien and half of it wanting to kill you <laughs> Good. A bit like Australia. No, that's most of it wanted to kill you. Yes. <laughs> going exploring these days is a bit like going to the outback in Australia. Pretty sure most things want to kill you.
and, and always worth taking a beer with you. Awesome, Centauri Megajin. Um, so, uh, Flossie and Palantir, um, have I covered everything that Spike might have missed? Well, at the moment, I've just got an incoming message from a Mr. Ant. He says, uh, after that, he's going to give up and go and find another career. (laughs) (laughs) I thought I was way too vague. I I haven't got his mellifluous tones. I was was more surprised that Progenitor Wolf looks different. What's going on there? The what, sorry? Progenitor Wolf. She's changed. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, she yeah. she um she had a haircut. Yeah, she has <laughs> color skin color change. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I mean, she she had some cosmetic surgery to try and impress Cecil. Ah, understandable. Did and it work? the rest. Well, look, he's <laughs> he's still into it. I bet he is. And she terrifies Hutton truckers. Yes, because last time did she have a neat little bob? Last time you saw her. No, she had like purple hair. She had purple or pink hair. You've been gone an awful long time, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, I have. That's what looking after our slot does to people. <clears throat> um, I'll oh, tell you what, and then, of course, we've got Hut and Space. So we had, now, last, last time I played, we were into our 12th system. Okay, so let me just pop this open. Hang, hang on one sec. Speak amongst yourselves. I'm not quite sure what is popping open, but it's a good job we're not on live video feed. Yeah, it is, I think. Uh... <laughs> I mean, he, he did that at the bar once, and I'm still shocked. Oh, You're right. You must have good eyesight. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> ah, no, right. I've got it popped it open there. <laughs> right. So you remember Alpha Centauri, yes? You I remember that, that one? I remember that one. I think we started yeah, okay. there. Uh, why is eight five five? That was an early one. You remember that one? Yeah, that was the second one. Then there was there was uh, we got George George Pantazis. George's there pants. Was, we've still yeah. got that. Yeah. What was the other one that was completely and utterly useless that we went into second? Before... Oh, I think we got rid of that one. Right, okay. We got rid of a few because we didn't like them. We got Van Marnen's Star. Were you there for yeah. Van Marnen's yeah, Star? Yeah, I've, I've, so, I've got a permit for that. Ooh. Um, now, we then we also got Wolf 359, which is the Don's home system. I think that was yes. around when you were there. Yes, it was. Um, yep. So since then, we took over Epsilon Indy and the Indy Bourbon. Okay, cool. That's so we've, we've now got um, four rares. So we've got Indy Bourbon, Pantar Prayer Sticks from George's Pants, and the gin and the, uh, the mugs, obviously. Yep. Um, we picked up Luton 145, 141. Luton. Which is Luton, yes. We, we've gone to <laughs> Luton. Well, it's Luton. It's got a Y in it. Um, with Euclid Station. Um, only a quarter million people there. Epsilon Eridani, which nice. is yeah, that's a nice, that's a nice yeah. little system. Van Marnen Star. Oh, Cockarry. Cockarry. Oh, we, you know, be... yeah, we, we, we had Cockarry when I was. I remember doing the Hot Pit stuff when we had Cockarry. Or we yep, were so fighting we... in it. Yeah, we, we get what we do is we gave up a system because we expanded from there. We gave up a system, and that that is our line between us and the federal factions. Okay. Um, LHS three hundred and forty. Now that's the naughty step. Yeah, we had that. Yep, that's where Mister Giller has gone. I think. I, and so he should. He should stay there. Yeah, and, and the standing instructions for Hotbit are stay out of LHS three hundred and forty. We accidentally didn't. I think one person killed one ship there and put us into expansion, which is why we've just expanded. <laughs> Uh, we have a Stein to match the mug, so Stein nice. twenty fifty one. Uh, that also contains the Rennies and the bombings. Right. So okay. if you need it, Rennie, go to Stein. Uh, Ross six seventy one, which is actually quite. A, I think there's some some um, what do you call it uh, res sites and nice nice things there. A PSPF LF two, yep. which is another nice there. decent size system. Uh, Trepin with Hujanika Bolikov Hub, Hub. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, we share that with the CIA. As we do with Trepin. Can't talk about that. Yeah, but they, they've got second place, we've got first place. Wolf 25, that's the home of Bonkers. 
Bonkers, yeah, I remember yeah. that. That's a so we had station. Bonkers and Mini Orbital there. And mini uh, Orbital. Yeah, George's Pants we had. Uh, now we've got Hilpsapsipsapsi, which we don't want and we have to get out of because Crimson own it. Wolf124 with Willy Sport, because we enjoy a bit of Willy Sport occasionally. We Absolutely. Uh, LP245-10, which I think was around when you were there. Yes, it was. Uh, and then LP52539, a collection of LPs, uh, and an LP53281. <laughs> and I think that's... Is that the lot? That, well, it's pretty close to the lot. Anyway, lots of systems. It's um, good. But it, it is it is good, but we don't want any more, because Alvin got upset. <laughs> so well, he, he does get a little bit upset a bit easily. Yeah, well, he likes barking at people. Um, so I we don't want any more. We're deliberately not expanding. Now, the other big thing you don't know about... Hey, this is like a sort of a, a story of the last two years, isn't it? <laughs> the other thing you don't know about is previously war was bad, yes? Yes. So when we went into war, everything got hurt. Yeah. That doesn't happen anymore. Ooh. So war happens only in the one place. Ah, so it's not a total all systems lockdown. Good. No, and also we don't sort of hemorrhage influence. What happens when you get into war is it locks your influence. So let's say in Alpha Centauri, Alpha Centauri Advanced Corps and Partnership are um, locked at 14.6%. And until the end of the war, they stay like that. Okay. But if you do enough on a daily basis, then at the end of it, you get given four and they get four taken off them. Okay, so, okay. okay that makes sense. So we now don't have this huge, we can leapfrog everybody during war, but then again, we also don't have the massive toxic thing going on, which we don't like. Yeah. And it's the same with, so you, know, you win them the same way, by doing combat stuff, and then in elections you win by doing uh, non-combat stuff. Yep. Uh, things like data drops are still effective. They're not as effective as they used to be. We're not handing out patches for it at the moment, mainly because um, there's a diminishing returns. So what, lots of people on, dropping a little bit the of data. Is, or... <laughs> yeah, has, yes. has Buck run out? No, I think everybody got one. Um, but uh, yeah, lots of people dropping a little bit of data works better than one person dropping 100 million. It right, does okay. not as much these days. And in terms of hot pit update, have you been taking notes? What, me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 loads. Yeah. Uh, right, because you, you know you've got this job now, yeah? <laughs> Wait, what, you, think he, you think he's temporarily gone? <laughs> no way, he's stuck. He is, well, yeah. And and the other big change is obviously we now have our system custodian. So where previously it was just um, a couple of people, um, yep. over the years it's been different individuals, and then there was the, the major general. What we've now got is a team of people, and each person's got one system to look after as its custodian. So they look after their own system so that we don't all go mad. Yep. And then... Um, um, Graham M.K. and Joshington Bob and others um, sort of keep an eye on the, the rules, uh, but they don't do it themselves. We've got we've got a team looking after it now, which has split the load and meant that we can go and do other things because it was getting a bit much with this many systems. We Controlling 20 with 49 bases was a bit much. So we've split it amongst the custodians, and they, you'll, you'll see them on the Facebook page shouting out regularly, help, my system's on fire, or help, it's too high. And um, they just keep an eye on their own systems. And I'm that's sure they way. will introduce themselves at some point, but it, we, we've shared the load a little bit. No, that's, a, that's a good way of doing it, because I know when very early on, it does become very time-consuming when you're running around all the systems just to see what the influence and stuff is happening. Absolutely. So I know there's lots of chitter-chatter for me there, but there you go. For, for anybody who didn't know that, which was you, um, you're now brought <laughs> up to speed. I can't help but think that entire section should have been at the start, start of the show with a voiceover going, previously on Elite Dangerous... <laughs> In last week's show, <laughs> exactly. Tune in next week for yeah for Frontier changing it all again. Confused? Always. Yes, are you really, really badly confused? Dot com by a meerkat. But Flossie, Flossie's uh, an expert in all these these days, aren't you, Flossie? 
an expert. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, Flossie, Flossie's now a fuel rat too. Was was Flossie oh, yeah. a fuel rat yeah, yeah, when was, you were? Yeah, no, Flossie's been a fuel rat for years. Uh, but Flossie's now an <laughs> ace fuel rat. How how many rescues <laughs> have you got under your belt now, Flossie? Forty-two. And how many oh, kills? Cool. Zero. What? How many kills? Yeah. None. How many accidental oops boop kills? None. How I'm many times checking. have you reversed into a star? I haven't done any crash. The only time I go into a star is if I'm doing a, a tactical face plant to save somebody. <laughs> or, or testing out whether gravity still works on a planet while on distant worlds expeditions. And that wasn't a star, it was a planet. Uh, yeah, that, well, that was uh, a bit of a... <sighs> Yeah, if you missed that one, Spike, uh, Flossie, um, the steering lock engaged on her anaconda, so she took the keys out and to put them back in again to see whether it would um, release the steering lock. Unfortunately, <laughs> the engine shut down and there was an explosion. <laughs> Oops. Because gravity sucks. I got it, caught it on video as well. It got caught on video by another commander, not a Hutton trucker, another random commander out in the galaxy actually saw it and videoed it, and it became a meme, so Flossie became a meme. Oh, how, co <laughs> how cool is that? <laughs> No, what it was, I was, I was, uh, I heard somebody mention the thrusters that they had lower thrusters, and I thought, oh, I've got lower thrusters, and I should have as well. And I checked what mine were, and for some reason, when I looked at the panel, it looked like the they were disabled, which doesn't make sense if I just stopped to think about it. Thought, oh, they're disabled, so I clicked it to <laughs> enable them again, but of course they were enabled. Otherwise, how was I going up from the planet? And of course, I actually turned them off. <laughs> you can well, actually hear the starter motor going as she was plummeting, the nin, 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 trying to restart the um, the anaconda. Oh, oh heck! I couldn't believe it. It's just so stupid. Just still can't believe I did it. Expensive rebuy? Not too bad because it's on my main account, which is right. Okay. Uh, got the alpha. Alpha backer, yeah. So I've got well, the, the nice. Uh, but it, it was. I nice think it was more the the fact that you were out with distant worlds, and it suddenly became a not so distant <laughs> world on the rebuy. Yeah, yeah. And of course, that was my secondary start as well, because I'd already been blown up at, at the start point. <laughs> Um, by by, an, by an, NP, an NPC, I did with all the chat going on. I, I didn't see the warning or anything, and of course we're already in normal space. So it just attacked me, and uh, next thing I know, I'm looking at a rebuy. I did try to look out. Well, <laughs> all I'm going to say, just Flossie, right is, way. yeah, Flossie, never change. Okay, just just carry on being you. It's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I can safe to say two, two, two years on, it sounds exactly like it was when I left. Yeah, utter, utter chaos with explosions. Now, I had a reminder from at least three commanders come in here. Don't forget to tell him about the Hutton Helper. That was, oh, yeah. was that, is that Antitarius's fusion little bit of genius? It, it is, yeah, because obviously it started off, uh, Mike did a little something to start with, which yes. was, um, and um, then it needed sort of more, more hamsters than, than Mike had you know, pedalling in the wheels. So Intarius Fusion <coughs> picked up the baton and turned it into quite an epic tool now, which is a plug-in for EDMC, um, which reads the journal, and we've got the hot dot for the mug website, which Buck will talk about later. Cool. But it now means we can work download. out who's top trucker, but it logs where you are in space, and of course it's a prerequisite for being in the uh, squadron. Cool. Well, I, will, I will do that. And I also said, I also, I, I think you accepted them, so I sent the two requests in for the um, to join the squadron. For some, I thought it was 
probably apt that we make sure the Hunt and Truckers account is actually in the squadron. Yes, <laughs> Commander Hunt and Truckers is now in the, in the Hunt and Trucker squadron. Yes, um, <clears throat> reminds me I need to promote him. Um, we only have one rank in there. It's called Trucker. In, unless, of course, you've got admin duties, in which case you become an utter trucker, I believe. As somebody I was asking the other day, how do I rank up with the Hutton Truckers? I said, well, you get yourself out of Cubicle 3 and that's it. <laughs> I will try and dig out the Commander Deathlock account as well and send a request in from him if I can find it. Yeah, well, anyway, get, get, go to hot.forthemug.com and the plugin is available there. And it does all sorts of great things about logging what you're up to. It's also got mission helpers in there and uh, all sorts of bits and bobs. Loads of tools and there is more coming. We can talk to Intarius later. He's lurking up in the bar rather than the green room. But um, <coughs> yes, we will uh, We will catch up with him uh, in a bit. Cool. I'm downloading it now. Thank you very much indeed. Right. Any questions? Uh, uh, yes, but not now. <laughs> that, that'll okay, be that's fine. <laughs> Was that a, oh, you covered everything perfectly there and not forgotten a single thing? Well, I wouldn't know if you'd forgotten it. <laughs> but, but, but from my point of view, yes, it sounded absolutely perfect. But if you do find you have an evening where you... Because you used to have the permission granted evenings where you, you were allowed yes. to spend some time flying yes. spaceships. <laughs> and I'm shuffling things around that th Thursdays again should hopefully start being able to come free again. So when, when you get in, if you're in the squadron, you say, Hi, squadron. You do a slash S for squadron uh, in the comms channel. And say, Hi, squadron. Anybody want a wing? And uh, people will come and sort of take you by the hand and take you to all the things you haven't seen yet. Cool. To the Pleiades and back. So there you go. Whew. Right. <clears throat> Does anybody have any other business? Uh, Mr. Mr. Palantir, have you cast an eye over anything interesting happening in the rest of the community while I've been wittering on there? Oh, yes, I've been checking. There's been much salt, of course. Distant Worlds 2 is probably the biggest uh, target at the moment. And as of today, uh, Explorer's Anchorage which is in uh, a diddly doodah system, Stewie May FGYD7561. That's near Sagittarius A. That now has more services, including universal cartographic, so you can sell off your exploration data out in the middle of nowhere. That went with the, the update this morning. Oh, fantastic. Um, so it means you can secure your data, and um, I think it's got, yeah, because it's got a contacts section. I don't know whether it's got any missions yet. I'd be surprised. I mean, it, it, I don't know what else it's got, but um, we'll have to get somebody to go and have a look at it at some point and photograph what it has. That's the biggest thing. I, I don't know, but you know, I'm still uh, getting over the fuel rescue from the weekend and the agony of watching after he'd got all his fuel, sitting around there having selfies taken for ages before he moved on to the next system. I, if anybody watches the video, you think, you've been rescued, just bunger off to the next system, yeah, please. GTFO, you would not want to accidentally boop that ship he, and go boom. Had, that would be bad. He had lots of tanks to fill up. I think he said it took nearly an hour to scoop fuel. Uh, they would be sitting there and not moving on to the next system. He'd been, he had enough to be able to move on after a little while, but it was lots of pictures being taken. I can't blame them. After the commanders did the rescue, they wanted pictures. There, yeah, it would have been a bit ungrateful if he disappeared off within five seconds. But I'm thinking, oh, well, it, you're yeah, go, just move, move away, move away. <laughs> it, it hit the galactic press, and it may even have hit um, the galnet digestion of Mr. Wotherspoon, which we'll hear from later. <clears throat> but Commander Flossie, now I'm, I'm hoping if I if I wave across the desk at Commander Ventura, uh, in one second he's got the magic button that says Flossie's tune on it, um, because you're going to bring us up to date with the CGs from this week. Yeah, um, and maybe ask you a question about what happened last week and how far they got, if you have that too. But um, if I just say to Commander Ventura, Ventura, if you're there, could you take it away? Yeah. 
This week's Community Goals News. This week we have two CGs, one trade and one mining. In fact, the mining one may be of interest uh, to somebody who's talking about doing some of this um, explosive coal mining as it's uh, for jewels. Technology company Macrosphere is developing a specialised scanning device to detect illicit interference with personal robots. Macrosphere CEO Tanya Sharp provided the details. The recent Mars Tribune scandal proved that the illegal reprogramming of robots is a genuine concern. Our next scanner will allow robot owners to discover if their trusted servants have been compromised. A components drive is being organised by our partners, DS Leonis Industries, as well as shipments of microcontrollers, autofabricators and aluminium. We also require newly mined jewels to channel the microlasers used by the mech scanner to detect interference. Deliveries should be made to Grandin Terminal in the DS Leonis system. The initiative begins today, the 28th of February, and will run for a maximum of one week. To, to be eligible for rewards, you must sign up as an active participant before delivering microcontrollers, autofabricators, and aluminium or mined alexandrite, grandidiorite, and benitolite to Grandin Terminal. And, and Vitalite. <laughs> and vit- Wake up in the morning. <laughs> Can't you tell in the on system? And that is this week's CG News. Thank you very much, Commander Flossie. Now, I've got questions. Uh-huh, right. <laughs> right, so they are developing some lasers that you pew-pew your robots with to check if they've been interfered with. Something like that, I think, yes. And I, I think in the in the last bit when the music was playing, we, we were asking whether... You know, surely it'd be pretty obvious if somebody was interfering with their robots. You know, Blender stuck to that part of your anatomy. How did that get there, sir? Um, <coughs> and um, what are you doing to the cleaning robot? Uh, I'm assuming they don't mean that kind of interference, though. I don't think so, no. <laughs> okay, so whatever happened in the Mars Tribune stays at the Mars Tribune. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my bin isn't dusty anymore. But um tush. Um, yeah, well, of course, we could use it to detect the Mr. Dusty virus, possibly. We may have to find out. But the uh, <coughs> the mech scanner detects interference. Um, uh, whether it's somebody else been interfering or it's interfering with itself, it'll go blind. But, you know, um, we don't know. But, uh, yeah, there'll be something new to detect interfered with robots. Now, this is not AI because AI is, of course, illegal. These robots are dumb robots. Yes, I think I th- so. I think, yeah. 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 They, they're just, you know, um, your, your Roomba. It goes around the kitchen, bumping into the sides. A zero-G Roomba. Roomba, yeah. You know the things I mean, the the ones people put cats on and then do videos of them flying around their kitchen with the cat sat on it. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, those ones. Okay, and are you going to be taking part in um, interfering with illegally programmed robots? Uh, 
Possibly. I'm not sure yet what to do. I might do the mining one. Okay. Blowing, blowing up asteroids. Yeah, you see, Getting... this is another thing for Spike. Yeah, community goals are so 3304. <laughs> are they the in thing? No, they're the out thing. <laughs> what, what, what year are we? 3305, you missed one. I missed one out. Yeah, no, CG's are last last year's news. Well, they're not really. People still do them. But because Void Opals make so much money and because there's loads of Thargoids and other things going on, I think they're not getting the love that Flossie wishes they had anymore. Do we think they'll get some Frontier love at some point? Oh, Salty Love. I think possibly something is in the works, yeah. Maybe that's your question at LaveCon, Flossie. You can stand up and go, oi. Bring back my CGs and bring them to me. <laughs> CGs. They need yeah, some love. Um, they, they need some love. Well, actually, the, the time they do get a lot of help is when it has a direct effect, like repairing stations that have been destroyed by Thargoids and they're on fire and you're trying to rescue people while the station's blowing up around you. You haven't seen that either. You need to go see that. Because um, they do blow up and they, they, they're quite dangerous and you overheat and things. Um quite an exciting ride that one but um yeah when, when the cgs have a direct impact on you know system repairs and availability of services i think they still get some love then yeah, the, the one we did on uh, dw2 uh did in fact it had to be extended to uh, 11 tiers to to make it last the week so yeah some sometimes when they're directly relevant and not about the latest you know imperial senator boinking somebody else yeah. and yeah, yeah all those exactly. ones are those don't get the love. No. Anyway, well, thank you very much, Commander Flossie. And um, does anybody else have anything else for the banter before we move on to some tunes and some Wotherspoon and some naked bits? We, we, sorry, naked bits? No, naked, naked bits. Oh, That's naked it, yes. bits. Right, okay. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I got a bit confused. Did, did you think you'd turn your webcam on? <laughs> no, we won't have any willy-waving on camera here. <clears throat> for those oh, that well, have that, such, such things. So if, if nobody's got anything else... Then, uh, with a voice like the coffin tones of the Grim Reaper himself, up next is Commander Wotherspoon with his mighty digestion of this week's other stories. And so for him, and in an entirely made-up on the spur of the moment and probably offensive link, it's the living tombstone. McThargoids. Everyone loves McThargoids. There's no other restaurant within a 10-hour flying radius and with no fly-through, you absolutely have to park up and get stuck in because, frankly, there's nowhere else to go. But while you're here, if meaty and fun in a hut-and-shaped bun tickles your fancy, then the McDistance Burger is for you. A mature and hard-to-chew burger layered with so much grated trumble, it's for us. Just like the station and a flavor you won't soon forget. We know that a long journey can leave even the most relaxed pilot stressed out. But at McThargoids, we know stressed is dessert spelled backwards. So wanna try a Hutton Orbital McWhippy made from equal parts raspberry and chango fish sauce. It's the taste of chill and thrill. Discovered after all the supplies had run out and delivery drivers couldn't be bothered to make the journey, the McFishberry is now one of the Orbital's favorite desserts. Or maybe you should try our McMutton Orbital. Our lamb patty is possibly one of the freshest meats we offer, and this is due to our unique deal with the supplier. They simply ship a load of lambs to us, and by the time they are here, they are matured and tasty and ready to harvest. So, pop into Hutton McThargoids today! 
Delivery service has been suspended while we wait for our drivers to return. All ingredients are guaranteed fresh prior to delivery to the station. All meat products come with a waiver. McThargoids. Flavour that stays the distance. Galnet News Digest, 28th of February, 3305. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, pistols resolve Drevel Yada conflict. Mad monks foresee galactic game over. Caustic connection for Thargoid sporopods. Fake forum desalination plan leaked. Colonia body snatcher set to eclipse Jameson. Pistols resolve Drevel Yada conflict. The deputies to Warring Chieftains General Kendrick and Marshal Cooper have brought the bloody conflict in Drevel Yada to a satisfactory conclusion by executing both Kendrick and Cooper. The Namab Purple Brothers and the Drevel Yada League, both now under new management, explained that apart from the leaders themselves, nobody really wanted the war, which cost many thousands of lives. Assassinating the leaders was a quick and easy way to prevent further bloodshed. They just wished they'd thought to do it last week, before all those innocent people died. Mad Monks foresee galactic game over. The monks of the Sublime Order of Van Manen Star, also known as the Mad Monks, have announced that the end of the galaxy is nigh. Their reasoning is based on the recent revelation that 0.0036% of the galaxy has been explored. The Mathematical Heresy chapter of the Mad Monks does not permit the use of decimal points in calculations, believing that only whole numbers are wholesome, which means that 36% of the galaxy has been fully explored. They are not ignorant, however, and know that 36% is more than a third, which means that only two-thirds of the galaxy remains to be discovered. By projecting forward, it becomes apparent that it'll only take another eight years for the whole galaxy to be fully mapped. Once that happens, we will, in the fervent belief of the Mad Monks, know the mind of God and the galaxy will come to an end. This will happen in the year 3313. The Mad Monks are delighted by this news, meaning as it does that there's an end in sight to their unwilling guardianship of Mr. Dusty, the homicidal waste disposal droid. In that context, the end of the galaxy seems a small price to pay. The Mad Monks are today walking with a spring in their step. Caustic connection for Thargoid sporopods. The Anti-Xeno Initiative reports that the huge Neveum octahedral pods found in some Q-type anomalies may be related to the Thargoids. If disturbed, these eight-sided pods release spores that cause caustic damage very similar to that caused by the Thargoids. 
The spores are, however, unable to penetrate shields, and it was not until Commander Mr. Bow Wow tried dropping his shields in the name of science that the link was discovered. What could the relationship be? Are these eight-sided pods primitive ancestors of the Thargoids? Did the Thargoids harvest the caustic spores for use in their weapons? Or are these in fact Thargoid nurseries, with baby scout ships ready to pop out as they ripen? Fake Forum Desalination Plan Leaked The Pilots' Federation has announced that it'll be moving its discussion forums to a new location, and taking the opportunity to tidy things up in the process. But not all is as it seems. Insiders report that the plan is entirely fabricated with an aim to reduce the dangerous levels of salt encrustation that have been threatening to smother discussion completely. There's a huge fuss about the removal of many years' worth of Drabble Show entries, long thought to have been shredded. There's a campaign against deleting old threads and subforums, but it's all fake. All a big show. The plan is this. Tell everyone about the so-called new forum. Then, secretly, valued members of the forum, the ones who discuss topics rather than stating their opinions in capital letters and getting confused why everyone else doesn't hold the same opinion, will be given private access to the original forum, which will be a place of idealism, of positive energy and constructive suggestion where every opinion is listened to and a fair consensus reached. Members of the Pilots' Federation will no longer need to don full body armour before venturing to state their opinion or answer an honest question. Meanwhile, the new forum and its crusty crustacean inhabitants is expected rapidly to accrete a thick, salty covering, increasing its mass and moving it into an ever slower and more distant orbit. In a million years, an explorer may stumble across the salty ice world of New Forum, far, far out at the distant edge of the Shinrata system, and wonder what these strange creatures, frozen in place and in time, still leaking salty bile from their pores, could possibly once have been. The explorer will shake his head, deciding that some interstellar phenomena are not suitable for recording in the Codex. And we'll move on. Colonia Body Snatcher set to eclipse Jameson. Evil Colonia engineer Etienne Dorn, notorious for his dungeon full of allegedly rescued commanders, is getting close to surpassing bubble-based Laurie Jameson for lightweight utilities. Corpse collector Dorn, a balding middle-aged serial killer with metal spectacles, is based at Kraken's retreat in the Loss system. He's been learning fast and has recently been able to make available Grade 4 lightweight life support, equaling the Jameson offering, but without the awkward requirement to become dangerous. At this rate, he may soon be the first engineer in the galaxy to offer Grade 5 miscellaneous lightweight, including the life support so much prized by explorers. Etienne Dorn will be your friend if you bring him 25 living souls for him to experiment on. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News, we read the news so you 
don't have to. Is sharp as usual, isn't he? On the ball with his finger on the pulse. I think everybody's still gaping with awe at the. Yes, Yes, he is. He he, he definitely is. Um, A a bit like with uh, this show, uh, he is up to the second as well. I I think that was released just before we went live on air. And and his sounds considerably better than my news as well. I'm always jealous every single week. But then again, he he has a talent for it, that, that, that chap, doesn't he? He makes it sound so good. Yeah, I can only aspire to these uh, the, these uh, dizzy heights. Right. Well, it's sort of time for us to head in now. I I know we got um, we got a recording from Buck. Now I think last week was it Buck had been on the Saki again last week. Yeah. Uh, all week, by the sound of it. <laughs> all all, all so. week. Yes. I think th- this week might be a week long hangover uh, one. Now, and he's also made us promise to make sure we've got the right weeks one. We haven't gone back to the year of the spike, you know, thirty three hundred or whatever, <coughs> <laughs> for um, Top Trucker. You're not in the Top Trucker yet, by the way. Ah, uh, game a... open. Yeah, you're not even. A... You have to make one jump before you okay, appear in the give Trucker. Okay, second. I'll do that in the background. Yeah, uh, you could always go for the speed run as well. We we have records that get broken all the time. And did you know that Hutton Orbital moved, by the way? We didn't tell you that one. Where'd it move? It's, it's 0.21 light years. What? What happened there? Orbital mechanics. Celestial mechanics. Oh, I want my money back. No, everything, because it orbit, it's around Eden, and Eden orbits Proxima, and Proxima is part of a trinary system that over millennia will change positions in relation to each other and it moved a little bit just a tiny bit closer so we have a new flight time the same um no it's come down by about a minute i think and all this all of russ's stickers are wrong (laughs) (laughs) no no it it will it will you know i suppose it's um it's uh, the center point of its orbit around eden is probably still at 0.22 i think it just drifted that tiny bit little bit closer and you should be able to see that on the new orrery view (gasps) Is there an oral review now? Yes, yes just in time yeah. for it to be useless. When did when did that come? How do I get to that? I'll have a look. No, you have to look at the orrery. It it is a representation because of course, um, an accurate orrery, especially if you were looking at the Alpha Centauri system, um, would just be a couple of dots. Because um, you, yeah, that kind of distance um, means you wouldn't be able to see any details. So it is a representation orrery rather than um, yes, a, a scientifically accurate one. I will. I will have a look. Is it, so is that instead of like this short-range map? Well, you've or got that too, and you've got the new FSS, the FFS, the SSS, the USS, the <laughs> NHSS. The DSS, the RSPCA. D- DHSS. IMDB. <laughs> EDDB. Yeah, oh, no, I've got, I've got the EDDB. FU1 yeah. and FU2. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> anyway, um, this, this sounds this sounds um, like one of those Thargoid messages. Um, something with way too much uh, Morse code in it, and uh, an awful lot too many notes. Howdy there, truckers. There ain't nothing old Buck likes more to start his busy day here at Lacon Spaceways than something hot and brown. That's right, a good old mug of Joe. And in the evening, when I head home. I relax with good old sippin' whiskey. Now, Buck here knows these things ain't made in factories. No, sir. 
They're made by hard-working farmsteaders. If you're wondering how these hard-working farm types get their equipment and how the grain and beans get to my mug, let me tell you. It's delivered in a Lacon Spaceways Type 7. If you, like old Mr. Naked, need a barn with wings, you'll buy yourself one of these here vehicles. She's uglier than Cousin Peggy Sue with a forehead bigger than one of my prize steers and longer than one of old Buck's tails. But when you need to grind that coffee run, she has it where it counts. And for an extra 2,000 credits, we'll even attach them steer horns in front of your cockpit. Now you be careful out there. Them Imperial types don't like you denting their toe tracks with your oversized forehead. But rest assured, the Type 7 from Lacon Spaceways will be the backbone of your next farm trip. This old buck naked spokesman for Lacon Spaceways. Back again for this week's Hutton Top Trucker. How do we keep up with your shenanigans while you tootle around in the Milky Way? Why, we install this little piece of software called the Hutton Helper in your spaceship. If you ain't already got it installed, you can install it yourself, relatively pain free, by going to the website Hot. Dot for the mug dot com. Almost as pain free as the Hutton Orbital News. So let's get on to our top truckers from last week. Yeehaw! From the Explorers, jumping around like them horny rabbits in a field, Commander Cometborn took the lead with over 56,000 light years jump. Talk about jumping like a lot of rabbits there. Staring up the Don's Pithy Pirates this week is Commander Lucky DL for the third week in a row with 19.3 million credits earned and accounted for. How long are you going to keep this up? We need a replacement for that Chuck Norris wannabe feller we used to talk about on here. Our top mission trucker this week is Commander Light 027 with 440 mission points earned know what he was about if a need hauled 420. Hauling cargo like a hunting truck or auto. Commander full of UK. Full of, full of uck. Full of uck. Transported and sold roughly 42,000 tons this week. I guess that's alright. Driving the hunting high speed rail this week. Commander light 027 hauled 11,306 passengers around the galaxy. That's twice he got mentioned this week now. Way to go, Commander. Our fastest run to Hutton Orbital 
is still held by Commander Litho Breaker in one hour, 23 minutes and nine seconds. And our fastest run so far in this month of February was done by Commander Cold ZA, Cold ZA, in one hour, 23 minutes and 32 seconds. You think you got what it takes to take to beat these scores? Then download that Hutton Helper and get to flying, Commander. You want to hear your name on this here radio station? Make sure you got the Hutton Helper installed. Pick it up on the web at hot.forthemug.com and get to trucking. And don't forget, if you do hear your name called out and you ain't already got one, get in touch with us to get your very own Hutton decal for your ship. Hutton Top Trucker, brought to you by Lacon Spaceways. Only ships in the galaxy what come with a flight peller called Moof's Magic Fingers. Wrap it around your neck or sit on it. <laughs> Whatever floats your boat, Commander. It's that time of the show where we head over to the green room to say hi to everyone I've neglected over the last few years. We're heading there at the speed of light or as fast as Commander Ventura can make the room live. Welcome truckers, I'm Commander Eisenary. I'm the overseer of Wolf 124. Thanks very much for the job. We're located a few light years away from Seoul, 33.98 to be exact, but who's counting? We only have one son unfortunately, but she's a hot little thing and a class M to boot, so you can drop in and fill up. Here at Wolf 124 there are two stations available for your used truckers. First one is Willis Port, that's the main station. She's got large landing pads, so Pretty much any ship can drop in and say hi. Our second station, Yamazaki Station, has only up to medium pads, I'm afraid, so that does limit the ships available, but by all means drop in and say hi. Here at Willisport, we've got many facilities available for you, including Commodity Market, Black Market, but who really uses those, right? Outfitter facilities are available. Unfortunately, it's run by Doodleberry, out of a local village, is he? But he's a very good mechanic and has up to Class 8 in some categories. And of course, there's the shipyard. Well, we have 13 types of ships, some use, some not, some <clears throat> slightly dubious origins, but many ships anyway, including, of course, the classic Vulture, Eagle, Ass Scout, Ass Explorer. But you're truckers, right? So what do we have for you? Well, we have Type 6, Type 7, and yes, Type 9. No Type 10s. We don't like them here. Well, I do, but they don't. Moving on, beer in Frinery, we just love importing things. And one of the things we really need is natural fabrics, because obviously we don't have the facility to be able to do it. Also, copper and polymers are really, really popular here. Even better, we love being able to export crop harvesters, food cartridges, and of course, hydrogen fuel. From Yamazaki Station, they also do export titanium. Always a good place to remember for those community goals. For the miners out there, we have an asteroid belt which happens to be metal rich. So come in and blast away. But we also have three planets that have rings, including one that adds the jewel ring of rocky and ice components. Very useful, two for one, so to speak. Looking for some planetary surface action? Well, we've got a surprise for you. Wolf124 has 17, yes, 17 landable planets, having a whole host of mineral goodies waiting for you to discover. These include and standard ones such as carbon, sulfur, iron, phosphorus, but there are also a couple of rare ones, and believe it or not, a couple of very rare ones. I would tell you about it, but what's the fun in that? So pop down to Wolf124 and see what we are hiding for you. <laughs> <laughs> 
Anyway, hello. <clears throat> it's that part of the show. We say hi to the green room. And um, a few people in here this week. I think a few of them are hanging around upstairs in the bar. Um, as usual, we are going to take turns. Uh, well, that's also known as making Spike say hi to everybody um, because he's been gone for so long. Um, but actually, well, we'll probably take turns. We'll do we'll do me, then we'll do Spike, and then we'll do um, oh Palantir, and then Flossie down the green room. Um, top of the list, and now he's broadcasting, so he may just wave at us or stick two fingers up. Is is our um, our <clears throat> tech monkey for this week? Um, Commander Ventura, who's been doing all of the broadcasting for us and all of the button pushing and sound effects. Um, and thank you very much, Commander Ventura. Uh, no just problem. wave if you can't talk or say no, hi if you talk. can. It's okay, I can talk. Excellent. Well, thank you very much for uh, stepping in this week. I know we've been trying to uh, give Mr. Cow a break by taking turns doing the uh, the tech bit. No, and uh, sorry, the uh, sorry the script was so late, old boy. No, 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 no. It's fine. It's um, it's uh, easily done. It's fine. It's not a problem. And then it means but no doing a, doing a, doing a cracking job there, and uh, there's lots of banter Thanks. going on the Twitch channel. Uh, just for just for everybody else, by the way, we're going to ask a question. There, there isn't a theme this week. It's just some really good tunes chosen by Ventura. So all credit goes to Ventura. Thank you. And um, uh, have you been flying any spaceships this week, or are you just for the mugging us? Um, for the mugging, I've just been doing ed doing live radio on Tuesday, editing the show for that, and then I'll be doing doing today and editing the the stuff for tonight as well. So yeah. That's basically been my week. So well, for it's the mug. much appreciated. I think Mr. Cow is back next Thursday as um, as broadcaster. Uh, I, I won't be. We may even have a, a, a stunt script person as well next week. Okay. <laughs> and so Spike well volunteered. I heard you there. Yeah, you definitely don't want me writing it. <laughs> well, thank you very much, Commander Ventura, and I'm no now problem. going to hand over to Spike to say hi to oh the, the next one on the list, but not me. You go skip me, um, well, and I'm skipping skipping the people that were doing the show because because I, I can say hi to Flossie, but I well just just wave at Flossie on the way past. If Flossie's got anything to add, I'm waving at Flossie. Hello. I'm waving at Flossie. I'm waving at Flossie. I'm gently brushing past <laughs> brushing oh, past Harry Balzac and saying hello to Highway Warrior. Hello. Good evening, sir. How are you doing? I'm oh, not too bad. Welcome back. <laughs> Thank you. It's it, it it has been a while, especially when I got the got the galaxy date wrong by at least a year. How's your how's your gaming week been? Ah, oh, you know, just run of the mill, nothing major. No, nothing major. That 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 sounds like there's a story behind that. You see, you're just about the only person in the galaxy that doesn't know who the Highway Warrior is. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't. Go on, tell. Tell everyone else and, oh. and, and, and remind them. Uh, just this little thing about a commander who um, ran out of fuel um, outside of the galaxy that we spent six weeks um, on the way to rescue. <gasps> no! <laughs> the, the fuel rats come for you. No, no, no. He was the rescuer. Oh, you were the rescuer. Oh, how cool is that? That's even cooler. <laughs> that is fantastic cool. How many, how, so what was the total journey, the, the, the one-way journey? Basically, uh, we flew 141 light years in super cruise. Whoa! <laughs> That's fantastic. It took us uh, 600 hours, solid <laughs> flying time to, to do that, a bit of the distance. But um, yeah, we, we uh, as I say, spent six weeks basically getting to him. See, and for all of those that complain that the, hot, the, the button run is long, that, that puts that into some perspective. Yeah, it'd just be like popping around the corner shop now, wouldn't it, for me? <laughs> <laughs> that is I've got a question. Did you take any mugs? No, but you know what? I snotted past uh, Commander Pesera's mug that she jettisoned um, when we went out there back in 3303, wasn't it, the end of? Um, yeah, and I, and I went snotting past those mugs, so they're still out there. 
Excellent. That is absolutely fantastic. Oh, that is that is just a, an absolutely brilliant story. <laughs> How cool is that? So, were you doing it as a going out as a pair? Um, no, we had um, myself and Commander Veristea, who were the two rats that actually went the full distance, and we were supported by uh, two refueling tankers. Uh, who refueled us along the way in the super cruise journey. And then we had Commander Falcon, who was waiting for us at the exit system to provide hull repairs and, and uh, other stuff like that that were much needed. So um, it was very much a big team effort. That That is absolutely... I mean, I've always, I've always said that the things that the fuel rat do, is it just makes the game absolutely fantastic because it's just the sort of... The, the level of selflessness and just to help people out just, to, just because you can, it's absolutely brilliant. Helps to be a little bit crazy, and I like to think that some of us are actually crazier than you, mother truckers. Well, no, what you don't realise is that it makes you a Hutton trucker by being that crazy. That, yep. That's true. Do I get membership by default now? Then, well, yeah, I was yeah, about yeah, to absolutely. say, I think for the team that came and did the rescue, I, I think honorary Hutton trucker Hutton decals oh, is the easy. least we can do for being utterly, utterly truckerish. Happy days. Thank you very much. So if you want to collate well, I'll tell you what, you you can um you got me on um or oh, Discord or on the on the Facebook somewhere? Uh yeah, I'll find you on the Facebook, that's not a problem. F- find find me on the Facebook and drop me a message with how many were in the rescue team and we will see what we can we can uh, dig out to make you honorary Hutton truckers for doing the most Hutton truckerish thing as non Hutton truckers that a trucker can do. That's very cool. David, thanks very much. Dave, if you get some addresses, I, I've still got some Hutton coasters I can send out as well. Oh, okay, lovely. thank you so much. Well, if you if you want to speak to the rescue team, those names that you just mentioned, and yep. if they if they're happy to either share an address with you, or we can send to you, and you can send on, or we can we can send direct. Then yeah, we'll we'll dig out some uh, some Huttonish prizes uh, for the mug. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you. Can I just obviously shout out all of the commanders involved, and starting off with Commander Crunchy Batten, who is the geek behind the well, the science geek behind it. And did all the number crunching. He was uh, he was at that for three days solid before we even took the ships off the deck. And then there's uh, Commander Veristea, Commander Idianera, Commander Falcon, JSDF, and Commander Numberlaw. There we go. So that was the uh, that was a team of six that were actually involved. Well, I, I've I've definitely got coasters coming across to you. That's damn decent of you. Thanks very much, Spike. No, 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 no. It's very it's, 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 they're, they're, they're slightly slightly rare because they haven't been dished out for a couple of years. So that I'll start giving them, giving them out again. Have they, the, have they got uh, the correct distance for Hutton Orbital on there now? You know, the point two uh, one rather than no, point so, two. So what they've got is so so the so the story of these these were made. So I, I can give the little little bit of the story. So I, I got to go to Frontier Office when we made the Hutton Trophy um, off one of the very early fights we had with the the code. We it was a bit too fragile to post, so we asked Frontier if we could just come and deliver it. So then when we were there, we actually luckily got sort of got a steep tour of the officers and then had to stand in front of all of the Frontier team just to say a, f- a few words, as, as Zach put it, to a couple of people. And then we walk in there and there's 200 people waiting to see us and they <laughs> hand me a mic. And it was like, ah! And we'd already, Russ had already made some T-shirts to give out. And, so, and they, they all went to the sort of the normal people, so sort of Zach and Ed and David and, and Mike Brooks. So, And then we suddenly realised there's all these hundreds of other people were would never get to see any of the any of the swag so we decided to make the the Hutton coasters at that point and they are, they've got the Hutton truckers on they've got the mug logo and then just imaginatively underneath they say for the mug so we made we 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 had we had a few hundred of those made up and we we shipped 200 of them over to frontier as a as as a gift to them all to say thank you 
You are a bunch of fine, fine people. I've always maintained that. <laughs> can, can I just share my favourite fuel rat story, which was when we were doing one of the... So, David, this, David, this is when we did the the beta blowout with the with the code so we were we were having we were doing a convoy with it and then one so the code were acting as nice pirates in this instance and 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 then we're trying to steal the convoy and and at one point they suddenly realized one of their ships had run out run out of fuel so they so they pirated a fuel rat to give them fuel at gunpoint (laughs) (laughs) because the the route we picked went across unscoopable space and we actually had a fixed refueling point that we designed in the middle so the fuel rats actually had a a wing or two waiting for us actually at a nav beacon en route um, for a refuel stop so you know it was a known known location but yes we all we all dropped into refuel at which point they were held up at gunpoint (laughs) fuel us too because we've been chasing them those poor traumatized rats honestly (laughs) Well, thank you very much. Do you have anything else to add? No, um, obviously, you know, keep loving the show. Um, keep doing what you're doing because I love it. It's brilliant. Thank you. And are you going to be popping into uh, ECM so we can we can give you your plaudits and uh, pat on the back and uh, maybe a beer in person? Do you know what? I'd really love to, but unfortunately, I can't make it this year, which really sucks. But um, mm. I will be there one year, and when I do get the tickets to go, I will let you know. Are you at LaveCon? No, can't make that one either. Ah, bummer. Tell me about it. All right. Well, I'll buy Flossie your beer instead. Yeah. <laughs> you is very welcome to it. She's earned it. Um, I'm, I'm so proud of Flossie because this year she's mastered the art of neutron jumping. And um, that was one thing that uh, we thought she was never going to get involved in. But she's done it. And um, yeah, Flossie's great. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Yay for Flossie. The charm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I had to learn how to do the neutrons when I got left behind once on the rescue. It was very embarrassing. Thank you oh. very much, Highway Warrior. So... Infinite Dreamer, how's your week been? Um, pretty much just doing a bit more of the DW2 as and when I can. Um, and that's pretty much it, to be honest. Uh, I did find one good system, which I'm hopefully going to be able to go cash in now. Uh, but I'm not going to tell anybody where it is, obviously, until I've done that. But uh, eight terraformable HMCs and a couple of water worlds as well, which on obviously Spike you won't know, but. Since you was last on, obviously there's been quite a hefty increase on the price on the uh, some other bodies as well that you can. Oh, okay, yeah, because it wasn't the most profitable one. I've d- I've done a couple of um, uh, uh, trips to the centre and back, but um, yeah, it was n- never the most profitable. Yeah, well, I mean to give you a rough idea now, a terraformable water world probably give you something like about. It's not far off a million, I think. Something. Oh like wow! That. That's, wow, that's a yeah. It was about twenty thousand, I think. I remember. Yeah. Uh, so they they have upped that a lot. Although it that was really good, and then obviously void opals have come out now, so they've kind of given the exploration a little bit of a kick in the teeth, but not that much. Oh, which, by the way, um, I can't do it with the Infinite Dreamer account, but if I can get into my other account at the weekend, if you've got a bit of time spare, I'm quite happy to. Yeah, I do the void or pulls. Cool, thank you. Yeah, I'll, I'll try and get on over the sort of in the evenings on the, on either either Friday Friday or Saturday night. So if yeah, if I see you in here, that'd be fantastic. Yeah, well, it'd be, it'd be my alternate account, the Time Raider account, but because Infinite Raider okay. says in the on DW two. So thank you. Thanks very much. Anything else, or is that for the mug? Uh, no, I'll, I'll I'll say that's a for the mug for now. Yeah, thank you. Ah, uh, is that me now? Um, yes, Miss. Yeah. 
So that uh, lizard breaker, have you had a good week? Now that's perfect timing. <laughs> perfect if timing. To, if you'd come to me 30 seconds earlier, I would have had to say, can't speak, fighting Thargoids. <laughs> oh, oh, fighting Thargoids. Oh, I've right. just killed the last scout though. So. Yeah, it's been a great <laughs> week. I've, uh, I've killed my first Thargoid. And my second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth, eleventh, and twelfth. Oh, very good. Twelve more than me. <laughs> Twelve all more scouts. than I never liked to kill. <laughs> yeah, all the little diddy ones, so I'm not sure that really counts. But another, what is it now, 3,488 in the system safe? Right. That might take me a while. Well done, anyway. Other than that, I've got my uh, ECM tickets all sorted, and my hotel tickets yeah. for that sorted. So oh, yeah, really I have as well, yeah, yeah, I've got about that. Yeah, and I finally got my train tickets yesterday. When I oh, have great. to get an email on saying we've got cheap tickets for Easter, yeah. <laughs> well, at least Manchester's fairly easy to get yeah, to. Because there won't be any, there won't be any engineering works over Easter, will there, Floss? No, uh, of course so not. The, the return journey is a little bit of a oh, three changes. One of them's a bus. <laughs> There's just three little words I want to say to you, my lovely girl. Replacement bus service. <laughs> just, just, just think of it as booking tickets on a on an orca and ending up on somebody's old sidewinder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't really help, does it? But yeah, yeah. other than that, it's uh, for the mug from me, I think. Well, Thank you do you. have to remember when you're on the replacement bus service, by the way, um, mm-hmm. to remind them that this replacement bus service is in the top 1% of bus services out there. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I've only been playing for about five hours this week, and that started to annoy me already. <laughs> At least the wedding vows ones have all vanished. I haven't seen them oh, for a long time. Oh, is that gone now? Good. Well, the, I, I don't know. I, I've not seen one for a long time. So one oh, a couple of weeks seeing. ago. Yeah, well, maybe maybe marriages are down in the galaxy at the moment. I'm always just... glad to see, I'm actually I'm always glad to see those messages because if I see one of those, I don't get a message from a pirate to interdict me. Maybe David, it's just that you're not it's in it's systems that are popular for weddings at the moment. You know, because they're full of thargoids. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> but yeah, just for the mug from me. Okay, well, thank, thank you very much. Thank and much. Commander Odimon Crew, are you there? Yes, I am here. Uh, I can I can hear you. I think you're coming through relatively clearly. Yeah. And is that Odie or my pun, Odie? Yeah, it's time for my puns, which is just as easy as writing the top trucker section, which is almost as easy as writing the radio show. Anyways, why was the little computer so sad? I don't know why is it so sad. Because he had only an interface only a motherboard could love. But don't oh, <laughs> The worst part is that's the best one I've heard from him yet. Oh, you haven't heard a lot. You, Sparky's come up with worse than this. No, we're <laughs> going for multiples every week now. Go on, Odie. Why do you? Why don't you iron four-leaf clovers? I don't know. Go why don't you iron four-leaf clovers? Because you don't want to press your luck. Exactly. <laughs> Yay! Uh... I definitely think they've got better over the last couple of years. <laughs> or is it just that I'm not, I'm, I, I've not got bored of them yet? What's Irish and stays out all night? I don't Guinness. know. What is Irish and stay out all night? Petty or furniture. Oh, God. <laughs> that, that really was bad. Wait, is that, is that a lot for this week, Odie? No. Why can't you buy m- m- borrow money from a leprechaun? I don't know, why can't you borrow money from a leprechaun? Because they're always a little short. Oh, no. 
Oh, oh, no, no, no. Oh. Is, is, uh, is, is, is that one, is that one done now, or have we got a, 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 a final and best? I got two more. Uh, one about Mardi Gras and one about Christmas. Well, then, chop, 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 chop. What's the difference between Fat Tuesday and Mardi Gras? I don't know. Mardi Gras is an all night party in New Orleans. Fat Tuesday is when you wake up with the morning after. Uh, I didn't even get that one. There goes the dust ball. And, and our final one, Mr. Rody. What do you get when you deep fry Santa? I don't know. Crisp Kringle. Oh. 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 <laughs> that. Uh, that even better for being completely ever. off season. Anyway, well, thank you very much, Commander Eddie Moncrew. Have you got anything else to add, or is it a big for the mug from you? A oh, for the mug. Right, and Spike, your turn. Pillbox, how has your week been? Uh, let me just get my breath back. Give me a sec. <laughs> See? See, he's flying as well. No, I just went yeah, for a sec down the road and I wiped out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, it's rainy outside. I went across the... Um, they've just repainted the streets so you know, get all the white lines. And you know how slippery they can be? Yeah, yeah. And I just slipped on that and landed on... Well, actually, I didn't hurt myself, which is a good thing. I'm just uh, making sure I'm yeah. okay. I'm fine. Cool. Okay, good. <laughs> So, so apart from apart from a near accident, have you have you had any accidents in game? Um, on Sunday, oh, I wouldn't call it. Well, it was kind of a friendly accident. So, I just randomly joined, and um, Vinton and a few other guys were busy fighting in a I can't remember the system name. Busy fighting the Thargoids, and I'm normally a deep space explorer, so I have no idea when it comes to combat. And I spawned. On, on the ship as a fighter and got involved in the combat and it was a lot of fun it was so weird because it's like it's a game everything there i recognize all the panels everything okay that all looks cool but once the combat happens it's so fast it's like it's like a new game all of a sudden <laughs> that's cool what what ship do you normally explore in um the asp explorer that's basically and i've actually come back to the bubble the reason why i've come back to the bubble is because i haven't done any engineering in my ships whatsoever oh so cool completely unadulterated yeah so i'm trying to do i'm to be honest i'm getting a bit frustrated with it because i don't play as much as i used to so when i do log on i end up like today i thought okay the stream's going i'm busy piloting around here so i thought oh you know what i, I don't know i've just ended up with the beluga and what i've <laughs> i realized i've spent all my money and i've only got three million left and if i destroy the ship it costs me six million to replace it so <laughs> Oops. Of course, yeah not enough rebuy yeah, exactly. And I only noticed that afterwards. I was like, oh, well, I'll just go with it, see what happens. But otherwise, yeah, it's been a good week. Um, Sunday was good. Great combat. It was a lot of fun. Very Something so different in the game that I'm normally used to playing. So, yeah, lots of fun. And I'll just say for the mug. Mug. Thanks very much. Uh, Spike, I'm going to skip over you because we're not interested in what you've been doing because it would take too long for you to tell us what you've been doing over the last couple of years. <laughs> That's absolutely fair enough. Because it's probably all very boring anyway. Um, it absolutely is. See, I knew. I'm going to move on to our next contestant. And uh, if I pronounce your name incorrectly, please tell me Stornios. Yeah, How's your correct. week been? Not too bad. Combination of just trucking and pretty much a little bit of light combat here and there. But otherwise, quite decent. Nice general bit of this, bit of that. Just enjoying yourself the game. Not, not too much, not too many revise. Luckily, no, for for once. It's always good. Uh, 
Is there anything else you want to share with us, or is that a no, nice big not pretty much for just you? at the moment heading to Hutton for tomorrow, otherwise for the muck. Thank you very much. And that, that's a nice note for everybody. Yes, don't forget, um, it is the first Friday of the month on Friday, which means it's a big meet-up at Hutton Orbital for shenanigans and loading up and, um, yeah, selfies and things. Okay, so uh, I now get to talk to Was48. How's your week been? It's been all right. I've just been doing things. I'm out exploring at the moment. Again, too noisy in the, it's too noisy in the bubble. Yeah. Yeah, those horrible faggots around. They're not oh. my problem. <laughs> no, not mine. <laughs> <laughs> I might just research them at some point. Okay, I've got a death wish, but I don't care. I'm just out oh. exploring my anaconda, just mapping a, a water world and an ammonia world when I'm, once I'm done. Oh, very nice. And then no, I'm going to be heading to the new station as well. I'm on my way there at the moment. That'd be nice to see. I just hope they've got some large landing pads. Yeah, yeah, they have. It's a nice big one. <laughs> I'm going to leave that joke well alone. <laughs> and I'll also say thank you for what came <laughs> in the post a couple of days ago as well. All right. I got the, basically the one from from our Lord, our Lord and Leader Alvin literally stripping my ship out for doing that doing that repair in that station. Oh right. I did. Awesome. Um that is basically it for me for the mug. Okay. Thank you for the mug. Well look thank you very much everybody in the green room. As we said, there is a Hutton Orbital meet-up at 0.21 light-years from the jumping point tomorrow night. Uh, we tend to hold it in the Hutton private group if you're in it. Um, if you want to shout out, there's actually an event in the Facebook page. Um, if you want to shout in there to say that you're going. And um, put your commander names in there so people can send you friend requests. Uh, bring limpets. Don't forget to bring your limpets or synthesise them because there aren't any for sale out at Hutton Orbital. So we are now going to take just the team up to the live room ready for the end of the show bit. And uh, so we're going to say goodnight to everyone in the green room. And then uh, Ventura is going to do some magic and jump upstairs and drag the green room downstairs. And then the uh, the radio team are going to pop upstairs. So uh, if we shout uh, three, two, one, go and uh, big for the mug for everybody. So, yes, uh, Ventura, three, two, one, go. For the mug. Mug. For the mug. mug. It, it it remains this week to um, say thank you very much to the team up here. Do we have any other notices of things that are going on? So we've got um, ECM tickets are still available. Now, the hotel and our discount rate is getting jolly full. Um, I think we may have one or two rooms left at the discounted rate. And at that point, they put the rate up to something obscene, well, the, the rack rate, which is about twice as expensive. But there are many, many, many hotels within, I mean, yards of the one that we're staying at as well. So we will still have tickets available, but once we run out of the hotel rooms, you can either choose to pay the expensive rate or just uh, bag one nearby and just come and join us from a, from a hotel nearby. Um, I think we're, I think we're over, over the 70 commanders already signed up. Or if we're not, we're pretty close to the 70 commanders signed up. So uh, we're definitely getting there a nice party. It's a bigger room this year as well. So we're actually going to have, I think we had volunteers now for three of the standing VR rigs. Plus, I think we may now have two sitting ones, including a, a, a one of these Pimax super, super 160 degree 
um, kind of screen VR setups as well, thanks to uh, thanks to Carl. The retro corner is um, it's coming along. We've got some computers blast from the past. Um, we've got some multiplayer gaming on uh, projector screens to one side like we had last year. We've got confirmation that Frontier are coming along, uh, at least three of them, if not more. They're going to see how many people they can stuff into Paige's hand luggage uh, from the office. Uh, we had notification last night that Spidermind Games have uh, signed up and are coming and are bringing stuff. They're not only bringing the stuff that we know and love, they're, I think, also bringing the Snowflake game with them, which was, uh, I think it failed its Kickstarter early in the year, but it, it um, the prototype still exists and it's coming along. And they might be bringing something new with them as well. That we can't tell you what it is yet, but they've said there's new stuff. So they're going to be bringing that along as well. Uh, HCS Voice Packs have also confirmed they're attending. Uh, a number of their team's going to be attending. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's filling up fast. And Spike's not coming. Boo. I, uh, yeah, boo, <laughs> boo. Sorry. Yeah, it's all right. It's all right. Well, we'll, we'll have to uh, get together for uh, a, a fruit-based drink with an umbrella in it at some point. That could be very good. If you're over seeing your brother, that would be good. Oh yeah, we regularly pop over there now that he has two of his own mini me's. You missed that too. Oh, I, I, you had one. I knew he had one. Obviously, yeah, I was drunk. Yeah, I haven't seen he's had a second one. Congratulations to him. Yes, oh, and we've got congratulations to give to um, Jim and Kat because they had a little one arrive ooh, earlier in the week. So congratulations to them. I think they, uh, Jim used to listen to the podcast. I don't know whether he still does, but congratulations to them anyway. He is a Hutton tracker, albeit a lapsed one. And then there are rumours that there are going to be some more LaveCon releases coming up soon as well for those that missed out on the first round of tickets. And yeah, they sold really quick. Yeah. And the Frontier PAX East, I think they've now shifted all of their tickets for their meetup at PAX East. Then the week before ECM, we have in Portland, so not in Portland, in uh, Hillsborough, Oregon, uh, the West Coast Hutton uh, Pizza Meet. Or I, th I think I know it's pizza, or they're going to a barbecue and grill. But there is a meetup going on on the on the west coast of the US the week before ECM. For those in the US that grumble, we never do anything. And I know the west coast is a long, long way away for some of America. But um, if anybody in other parts of the US wants to organise their own mini meetups, get in touch, and we'll help you give you some advice on on how to get together with your own uh, bunch of local commanders as well. And of course, we can always give it some promo for you if you're organising it. Similarly, if you're organising any other wings or events or things going on, you can post them up on our Facebook page. Um, you know, shout, shout up on there. If we can put something in the diary for you that helps, uh, we will do. You can always contact us on Discord as well. Um, or just email us on itookpart at huttonorbital.com. Uh, don't forget, if your name was mentioned in Buck's Top Trucker, uh, email us on itookpart at huttonorbital.com to claim your Hutton decal for your spaceship, if you haven't got one already. Um, that's all my admin notices, I think. Have I missed any events and fun going on? Oh, and there's a forum release coming up, isn't there? A revamp soon, brackets, trademark. Is it bringing back the, the alpha-type forums? Oh, no, no, this is new shiny forums. And they've even got but, like buttons on things. Sh sh shiny forums with, with salt? Do they have salt? Oh, no, these, these are salt free. I'm sure they, no, they will be. They will be salty forums. Um, so I think uh, Brett over at Frontier has been working incredibly hard on those, and he's very, very proud of his work. So we're, we're looking forward to seeing what uh, 
new shenanigans he brings. One of the things they're improving is the bug reporting side of things. So at the moment, you're just posting things up in the forum and they're manually going through, logging them and replying to them. But I understand there's some kind of integration coming with their their actual bug, locking, bug logging systems uh, in the back office to help them streamline the reporting and uh, logging of bugs, but also the identification of when people have the same bug as somebody else and linking bugs together. Um, so oh. there are some improvements coming in the bug reporting, which will help make things better. So thank you very much to the crew. Thank you very much to Commander Ventura for being tech this evening. Thank you, as always, to Flossie, who is the one member of the team that is always here. <laughs> you are the thank most you. reliable of the radio team. You know that. It's only because I'm retired and I have nothing else to do. <laughs> 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 oh. Brilliant! No, I do enjoy coming to it, and uh, yeah, I look forward to it every week. Well, we look forward to hearing an update from you next week about these um, this illegal activity with the robots, and just to make sure it's nothing <laughs> nefarious. So we we need to know whether whether um, yes, we're going to be able to detect illegally interfered with robots uh, in the future. I'm sure it'll reach tier one. There you go. <laughs> I'm glad you are. <laughs> and Commander yes, Palantir and. Yeah, you've got some plans to do other things other than hiding behind rocks for the uh, the next week, or are you uh, carrying I, I on with mining? I don't think I'll be checking out any robots with my firmware or my hardware. Certainly. Okay. Uh, well, I'm sure you're going to give us an update. Obviously, you're welcome back on the radio show anytime. Now, I'm missing for most of the rest of the month now. Uh, Cow is on next week, uh, the week after. Mr. Ventura, I, I might need some help again. It depends on whether I'm actually in the country. I might be in Dublin or... I can't remember. I, I'm probably overseas. but um, So we may have to lean on Ventura again in two weeks' time, if that's okay with him. No problem. Uh, Pillbox, thank you very much for the stunt piloting on the stream again. I think what we should organise next week is to actually have you stunt piloting from a multi-crew against Thargoids. I would I love we should, to do that. I we should schedule awesome. that in. So we need a volunteer to in, in something something big um, to go to uh, somewhere with Thargoids um, with Pillbox as a crewman in whatever fighter you see fit to give him and we'll have explosions all the way through the show next time. If somebody wants to volunteer... Now, Pillbox, you're, you're not on the Facebook page, but if somebody messages me... Commander Vantian or David um, on Discord or on the Facebook page I will see if I can um, put you in touch with Mr Pillbox and um, see if we can't organise some stunt flying in combat vessel uh, for next week's show Awesome, and then everyone can laugh at our rubbish I am Well, yeah, you're pretty good I mean, you, you, draw, you drew their fire within seconds of launching <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but I was yeah I've launched, I've launched Oh, well, I'm dead I did, I did get better over time, but it was yeah, it was a very new experience for me. It was a lot of fun. Definitely to keep on moving. And, of course, thanks to the returning Spike. It's been absolutely lovely to have you here. It's been, it has been great fun. Even reading some of the script that you amended last second, it's been great fun. Well, these are the new live scripts, because previously it used to be just a little printed out black and white text message. Yeah. Yes. And, and now yeah, we have the live, yeah. Yeah. The, the live scripts are uh, yeah, much better. And of course, the, you can all contribute as well. So to the presenters in here, when I, when I put these scripts up, you know, you've got your own little pieces in there. You know, be creative. Write stuff in there if you want. It's, um, you know, it is open to the presenters to add to it as well. But thank you very much to all of our listeners and we have a tune to take us out i think ventura's picked one from dum 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 the hutton games room yeah. one of one of flossie's flossie's yes. favorite oh, yes. other games definitely I did. So, world of aircraft isn't it no 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 no, no, no. Different, different world oh, not world of aircraft world of something yes 
Well, it's anyway, yeah, you, you introduce the tune. Um, I'm going to play this uh, little word from, um, from Cecil, and at the end of that, um, you can introduce the tune and hit go. So thank you very much, everyone. Oh, and Spike, have yes, you got sir. a radio mug yet? No, I've got uh, no, not if it's any different to the silver. I've got the original silver mugs. Well, as a presenter on this radio show and as a guest presenter on this radio show and a contributor to the evening, of course, you have earned yourself a Hutton Orbital radio mug. Ooh. One of the white radio cool. mugs. So cool. if you could send an email, as you would usually, I know you know your address, mainly to remind us. Hi, it's me. <laughs> Um, so I, took I took part, part. at Hutton Orbital. Uh, yes, as with all of our presenters, you have earned yourself your radio mug. So maybe, you're pick... not still, maybe you're still using your AOL account. <laughs> no, but I, I, have, I have actually got access to the I took part account, so could, do I email myself from there? <laughs> yeah, so email email yourself, and yeah. um, we, we will add you to the radio mug, uh, radio mug pile as well. I'll send that now. Right, so this is a final message from the show, and then I'm handing over to Ventura for the end of the show. Ladies and gentlemen, that's the end of the show. Everybody's buggered off now, so why don't you bugger off too? The track we picked is by Pride of the Sea and it's from World of Warcraft, the Battle for Azeroth. So please enjoy. Mm-hmm. 